Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Nice cock! Nice cock! Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great Friday so far. If you want to check me out, you can easily do that. I don't want to do a lot of plugging at the beginning of the show. I'm already running commercials during this podcast. But if you want to check me out, find out everywhere you can see me online, just go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E dot net. Now, when you go there, it's going to take you to my YouTube page, my email, the voicemail number, whatever it may be. So it really doesn't make any sense because now I'm doing nothing but just plugging the stuff like I said I didn't want to. So let me stop myself. I have to digress and move on to something bigger and better. Weeks now, COVID's been investigative reporter Victoria Price's focus. Governor, there was a senior citizen who was kicked out of this press Not cancer. Listen, now everybody knows I grew up. I learned radio. I learned a lot of what I know about radio from Jim Phillips. Now, there was another local broadcaster in Orlando that dealt with cancer that was fighting cancer went through chemo and that was Wendy Chioji. Now Jim was not attacking Wendy Chioji. He just had a problem of making the reporter a part of the story. And I kind of get where he's coming from and I really do think a lot of these news stations do make their reporters a part of the story, this feel good type story to be able to garner ratings. But I think this story with Victoria is a little bit different because this cancer diagnosis came from a viewer that was watching the TV show and noticed that she had a lump in her neck near her thyroid. Hell, this kind of hits close home to me as well. My mom had thyroid cancer when I was younger. My mom's had the worst luck in the world when it comes to catching cancer. My mom, not trying to say she's a bitch, but the bitch can fight cancer better than anybody that I've ever seen. Just has the worst luck on not getting it. But this reporter, Victoria, now I grew up, I've had this fascination with news reporters and yes, I'm a dude. Kill me that I'm a dude and I pay more attention to the women broadcasters, the anchors, the reporters, the field reporters. Yes, I obviously pay more attention to the women reporters. And this Victoria girl, she's a great broadcaster. I've gone back and I've watched some of her like present day reports and she's good at what she does, but I find her extremely attractive, extremely just naturally gorgeous. And I and it, and it sucks she's having to go through this. But I also don't think this is a case of her trying to make herself a part of the story. She didn't get asked to be a part of the story. Do you want me to be honest? I think she would rather not be a part of the story, especially dealing with this cancer diagnosis. 
But luckily, a listener caught it. She was alerted to it, and she got it taken care of. And you can't, like, look at her in a bad light because Deborah Norville, one of the biggest swinging dick reporters. Yeah, she's a woman, so how can I say she's a big swinging dick? But it's just a saying in the broadcasting media. But what I'm saying is, is that, yes, Deborah Norville had the same exact goddamn thing happen to her, and nobody gave Deborah Norville a hard time. And that's why I'm not giving this reporter a hard time. I wish her nothing but the best. I would absolutely kill for an opportunity to to interview her because it's a great story all around. Is it great that she has cancer? No, but I, I also think it's going to be great because it's going to help people out with awareness when it comes to thyroid cancer. No, it's all about the other C word these days. But it is cancer that a WFLA viewer thought she spotted on Price's Neck June 4th. Worked a number of quick stints and wrote in an email, please have your thyroid check. Reminds me of my neck. Mine turned out to be cancer. I almost dismissed the email. I was like, oh, maybe it was just weird lighting in my live shot. I very easily could have ignored this, and I'm really glad I did. You know what? If I'm just being honest, usually I would take a comment from somebody that made that example of a comment, and I would take it as, oh, they're trying to say I got a fat neck, or they're trying to get a dig on me without trying to be a complete cocksucker on the deal. And I would have brushed it off of just somebody being rude, but she did not do that. And I'm glad she didn't. I'm glad she took it seriously when this person, this viewer, made the comment and she went and got it checked out. Hell, this basically saved Victoria's life and she should be grateful that this listener made that comment. Now, if it would have been me, I'd have been like, oh, this guy's being a dick saying I got a fat neck or whatever. But no, luckily, Victoria isn't got my mental issues and took it seriously. Can you find the lump on your neck that she saw? You know, it's funny. It's got to be right here. What she still can't see in the mirror, the doctor diagnosed as thyroid cancer that spread to a few lymph nodes, shocking the 28 year old. You know what's sad and makes me feel old as fuck is to hear that she, Victoria, is only 28? Holy goddamn, people. Makes me feel like a big creepo to talk about how attractive and how good she is on the air when I just turned 40. Makes me seem like a complete creepo piece of shit in my opinion my focus has been on a global health crisis not my own health during the pandemic one-third of u.s adults put off routine health care in april price says she's living proof health care can't wait if something feels funny especially if you're younger and you like to think you're invincible you're not and if someone's saying go get something checked out you should probably do it. now think about this people she is only 28 at 28, you're not thinking about stuff like cancer. You're not thinking about these really, really bad diseases or afflictions that you're getting. So this right here needs to be proof for you guys to pay attention to what's going on with your body, what's going on with your health. Because Victoria, if you've not seen her, look her up. She looks like the top-notch, stereotypical person you would look at and say, oh, 
she's in good health. And come to find out, she has thyroid cancer. Just like Inside Edition's Deborah Norville. The bigger the disaster. And HGTV's Tarek El Moussa, who were alerted to their thyroid cancers by viewers, Price is ever thankful. I'm just saying you don't get any bigger than Deborah Norville. You just don't. She's been around forever, still looks amazing, and is at the top of her game. So if Deborah Norville dealt with this and she's done everything right, it should open up your eyes, people. You got to be paying attention to what your body is saying to you. Victoria, do you think the viewer saved your life? I would like to think so. Who knows? I don't know what would have happened if she hadn't emailed me. So I'd like to think so. Price will undergo surgery Monday and hopes to be back the following week telling the story instead of being it. So yeah, this is a new segment I want to start doing. Songs that we thought were cool back in the day. Songs that were hits that now that you go back and you listen to the lyrics that you're like, oh man, this was kind of lame. This was really fucking bullshit. Everything that this person said in this song was com- was a complete lie. And that's exactly what this song by Gautier did. Originally, this song was a solo song by the guy Gautier. I don't even know what his real name is, but he brought in this other chick to kind of brighten up the song, but it's still looking back on it. Why the fuck was this song ever even popular? Like when you said you felt so happy you could die. Just giving you a heads up, dude. You sound very, very clingy with everything you've said so far in this fucking song. You sound clingy as fuck. And women don't like that, man. I know I shouldn't be judging because I haven't had the best luck with women, but you just sound clingy as hell. Told myself that you were right for me, but felt so lonely in your company. Wait, you felt lonely in her company? That's on you, dude. That is all on you if you're sticking around and you feel lonely in her company. That's on you, man. You can't cry to the masses and say, oh, well, I was with you, but I felt lonely because you didn't show me the attention. Fuck you. You're the dude. Take what you want. But that was love to make us still You know, at one point, this song was the jam, like around 2012, 2013. Everybody was like, hell yeah, Gautier, they understand me. I get this song. How do they understand me so well? But now that I look back listening to it, this dude had his cock tucked between his legs and he was basically lashing out on this woman that treated him like the cuck that he was so when we found him we could not make sense well you said that we would still be friends 
goddamn lie. You do not wish or you're not glad that it's over. You're just saying that to make yourself feel better. But let's be honest, you're going home, you're fucking cutting yourself, and you're feeling sorry about all this stuff. You're whining about this woman, and she's about to come in and fucking just face you on this whole goddamn song. Well, if you hated it as bad as you're singing about it, if you hated it so much that you decided to write a fucking song about it, why the hell didn't you get out a lot sooner? I spent 12 years with the same woman, was married. It didn't work out. Do you see me writing a song that makes me look like a pathetic piece of shit, cock-sucking loser like you're singing about right now? Hell no. I just moved on. Why do it? Rip it off like a Band-Aid. Been there before, guys. Even though you think you did everything right, you think you could have done everything and you did everything that you could ever imagine to be able to make things right for her, she's still going to throw it back in your face. So why write a sappy-ass song like this one that all the hipsters, all the cool people are like, hell yeah, did you check out the new Gatye song? No, no, it wasn't cool, people. We thought it was cool at the time when this song came out, but now looking back on it, it looks like you're a fucking piece of shit stalker dude. Typical female reverse psychology, something that I thought that I did. Yeah, that's exactly how they're doing it to you guys. They, yes, you feel like you're at fault and you want to know why you feel like you're at fault? Because the woman reverse psychology makes you feel like a piece of shit. Now, if this was a real argument, the lady is raising her voice and the guy returns by and the guy returns by raising his voice. You can't do that, especially living in the South. White trash law, white trash criminal law relates. The woman is always going to get the benefit of the doubt no matter what. This bitch is raising her voice in this song. You can't return by raising your voice and trying to out acapella her. You just can't do it because your ass is going to get sprayed with mace. Your ass is going to get tased. Your ass is going to piss or shit yourself because you got all that electricity running through your body. Then they're going to throw you in the back of the car and your baby's mama is going to be sitting there on the front 
front porch of your double wide trailer as they drive you away. And you're going to have to spend the night in 33rd down on Jung Young Parkway in Orange County, Orlando, Florida. I'm sorry. I know I'm making fun of this song, but I got to admit, I got to mark out. I got to give them all the props that they deserve. This harmonizing is some of the most brilliant music that I heard in the early 2010s. Their shit's on point by far. I would be lying. I would be absolutely lying to your face if I came out and said that this song at the time was not catchy. But for the most part, people don't listen to the lyrics. They listen to just the sound, the beat, the music. They partially pay attention to the lyrics, but they don't don't ever just listen to it. To see what people are really saying. And this guy looks like a complete pussy. You're giving us men a bad name. The way that you're whining and bitching. To this woman that broke your heart. And I don't have a lot of room to talk. Because I'm sure I sounded just like this pussy got yay. Singing in this song. So I don't really have much room to talk at all. Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash pedal on the radio. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. What's up, guys? Sitting out here in the beat-up 2006 PT Cruiser... And I need to go inside, so I thought, hey, let's have some fun. Let's go in here and see if we can get some audio from the rents. Let's see if we can get some audio from the rents. I don't think we're going to get it. Oh, hey, Mark! Hold on, let me go over here and talk to Mark. I got to go see what Mark's up to. Trying to be COVID safe, Mark. Oh, you're, I mean, oh, so you went to the Trump rally like Herman Cain did and you got the COVID, but you're still alive. Uh, You know what? You only die if you're a sissy. Yeah, I know. So Herman Cain, you know what, though? Terribly sorry that yeah, that's, I, that's all 
like him. I am too. And I got to say, I liked Herman Cain as a broadcaster. Um, and he had a chain of delicious pizza restaurants, Domino's. If you're going to go with any of the uh, chains. No, Godfather's, it wasn't Domino's. Uh, okay. Well, all right, then how about this? Godfather's was good. I like Godfather's I too. Oh, I mean, I like just, I like like red meat. That's right. Okay, into. so. Like steak and potatoes and, you know, stuff like that. So what do you think about the Nigerian <clears throat> doctor from Africa that, like that trumps? I thought, I thought she was a perfect candidate, man. Yeah. What's she running for again? I, I don't think she's running oh, for anything. She should. She should. She should run for something. She's in Texas, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, if she should run for something down there, she'd win. <laughs> now, what'd you think of Trump saying we might be, we might have to move the election back yeah. a I'm all in favor of it. Yeah, I think yeah. we should move it to whenever he feels like it's convenient. Yeah, I know. Um, so, but what I wanted to talk to you about, so, you know, Herman Cain, he's gone now. Yeah. Um, uh, is it... heard of Cain and Abel? Yeah, I've heard of Cain. Yeah, yeah, the brother that had to kill the other brother, right? Yeah, I was just curious. I don't know which one of them is dead, but they all are now. Yeah, I know. Um, all right, I'm going to leave you on that note okay, because... Uh, Pops. Oh, Pops is doing good. Pops is doing good. Is he home? Yeah, he's home. Okay. You want me to see? Hey, how about this? If I can get him to come out for a few minutes, will you come visit? Yes. If I can get him to come out. Yes, I would. All right, that's what but I'm going to go do now. I'm not going to pick on him. Out, just let him be what let him be your daddy. That's disturbing enough. All right, I'm going to go check on him and we'll see. I'll be right back, Mark. All right, so we're talking I'm out here, my dad, my dad's out here visiting with his best friend. His only friend he has, Mark, Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mark is his, oh, you guys got to watch out, crazy ass Paul's coming through. Mark, you got to watch out for Paul, he might run you over, man. Well, you know, he needs to go ahead and try, because I know that your daddy will go in there and get a gun and pop on him. Oh, here he comes, let's see, let's see what he has to say. Yeah. He's going to go through. Hey, Paul. What's up, Paul? We got the whole, this is our road, man. We're just hanging out. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, Herman Cain dies. We were sad. But like I asked you guys, you don't remember before you were born. Mark said it was a cloudy day. It was a cloudy day. I remember before I was born. I was trying to see out of there and everything, and it was dark and cloudy. Yeah. Dad, do you remember before you were born? Yeah, it took him 10 months to get me out. Yeah, I did. Oh, well, you want to know why? Oh, so you were overdue like always, huh? No, it's the Fowler Big Head. We, we've been brewing vaginas for for oh, decades. Yeah. Is that what it is? No, one? yeah, the Come Big on. Heads. Tell me when. Dad, tell them we've been wrecking vaginas yeah. pre-birth and after birth. Especially after birth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. No, but you want to know? Yeah, let's have a seat over here. Yeah. No, this one's good. It's it's starting to get there though. It won't be long. It'll be gone. You're good. So, Dad. Herman Cain, 
What was your favorite memory of Herman Cain? You liked his radio show, didn't you? Yeah, he was a Republican. Yeah. Okay. All right. I didn't believe he was black. Wait, you couldn't? Well, yeah. I didn't believe he was black till the first time I seen a picture of him. I went, wow, he don't sound black. Yeah, and you were right. He did own the Godfathers, not the Dominus. I know I'm right. I'm always right until somebody proves me wrong, and nobody's been able to do that quite yet. But unlike un, unlike most radio people, I can admit when I'm wrong, and I was wrong. Yes, you were. So. What? He was in the Navy. Who? Herman? Yeah, Herman Cain was. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm just glad they didn't get the goddamn gun. I can tell you that right now. Oh, Herman Cain. I loved Herman Cain. Now, now, Mark, you were in the you were in the military. Did they look at the Navy people like seamen, like they were kind of funny? What kind of seamen are we talking about? I'm talking about Navy seamen. I thought you were talking about the good seamen. No, no, no. Okay. Okay. I got a good Marine buddy of mine. Oh, you do? Hold on. Marine buddy of mine, and he started getting all pathetic, saying that he was in this, he was in this veterans group, and he was the only Marine in there. I said, "Were the rest of Navy? Did you have to protect them, or what?" No, but the Marine though, they were they were supposed to protect the Navy, though, right? That was their well, their initial that's job. I, that's what I threatened him with. Yeah. yeah, I said, "Hey, you know, if it wasn't for the Navy, they'd all be dead." Yeah. No, I agree. A lot of people don't realize that, that the Marines were there to protect the Navy, though, right? Yeah, they call us grunts, and we call them jarheads, and we get along just famous. Oh, so the grunts and the jarheads are kind of like one and the oh, same. We're tight. We're oh, tight. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's what I thought. You know, he's a combat veteran, you know. He's got about as much sense as I do. Yeah. You ask your daddy. He'll tell you. Yeah, Dad. Dad. How much sense do you have, Dad? No, me. Oh, how much sense does Mark have? He's down to his last ounce. Yeah, all right, I got gotcha. you. Well, you know that Mark actually liked the soup that I made. You know, he actually loved the soup. I liked it, too. I had three or four bowls. Yeah, Mark, so the soup was okay? You brought me over enough. I put it. In, I vacuum-packed it and put it in the freezer in case I get hungry. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the military guy coming out in you. You're you're saving for, for a rainy day. I ain't going without. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, oh, what what do you think about the record deaths today? I mean, you know, didn't look too good. Florida... Our, our governor, Ron DeSantis, is on top of things. Oh, hey, the people were going to die eventually anyway. Yeah, so fuck them. Well, kind of. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, if, if they'd all die and stuff, there'd be a lot less traffic and I'd have more room to roam. <laughs> right, yeah. I know. So. All right. So, now, can I get a little bit of where the bet stands? You guys know, Mark, let me let me set it up, Mark. Mark, let me set it up. Mark, all right, so, Dad, we got Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. Mark is obviously going to take the Democratic guy. Are you going to bet him or not? I don't even know where he's at election day. But do you, th- all right, but did you? got this place going right. They think he had that covert test. Yeah. He had that covert for years. Yeah. yeah. Finally that, scattered. He took it. that test, man. So, Mark, what would you like? 
I'm, I'm going to come to you first, okay? You lost the previous oh, yeah. presidential election. I mean, I was over here the next morning, bright and early. Your dad's just kind of like, you sitting back over here in a chair. He just had this grin. Yeah. He was just, he was grinning. He knew I was bringing him that money. Now, what would you like the bet? What would be satisfactory? Because dollars would no, be good. Well, he's, <laughs> he's not going to bet. That would be a dumb bet. That would be a dumb bet. I guarantee you one thing. He's going to bet me a hundred dollars. Yeah. So now, Dad, I got to ask you. So, are you okay with that hundred dollars? If he's got a hundred. No, he still has it. No, he still has it. No, things are tough over here. I ain't got it. No, he doesn't. Yeah, mom's got it. But what I'm saying, though, so are you okay? Like, because when you're a gambler and you bet with somebody, you always want to give him the chance to win his money back, right? Yeah, he does. Watch it. He's going to spit on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't had no money on me in months. You got okay. But, Mark, would you be would you be satisfied? He doesn't even have his wallet on him. Now They took your wallet away, even? Would you be... You need a hundred bucks. You need a. You need a hundred bucks. I'll give you a hundred bucks right now, man. You so, Mark, would you be okay though? It, like, would you be satisfied if he gave you a chance to win the hundred back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be fine with it. Now, would it bother I'd you rather though? Rather get another four hundred to go with it, but I'm not going to be greedy. But would you? Would it bother friends, you? Would it bother? But would it bother you if Trump ended up winning again no, and you had to give up another? No, and I'd bring that hundred dollars right over here. I'd march right over here with that hundred dollar bill, and I, you know, <laughs> you know, I might give it to him in singles this time. The or time pennies, yeah. yeah. But I might it. get, I might go get singles this time if I lost it. I'd probably have to do that. And do you want me to be honest? He took a he, he took a sharpie and he put a little mark on the left hand corner of the bill, so he knew he that that it. was the exact one. He still got that hundred dollars. I guarantee you. It's right in his wallet. Yeah. And he, you know what he likes to do on occasion? He just like, what, before Smell he goes, he, no, before he goes to bed at night, he pulls that $100 out of his wallet. And he looks at that and he just kind of smiles because he knows that he's got my $100 and it makes him happy. Well, it's Democratic money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's given to me. Even though I know you don't support any political yeah, party. I, it was given to me and I give it to your daddy. No, 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 no. He, you know what? That's the thing I like about Mark the most is that he thinks the Democratic Party is just as crooked as the fucking Republican Party. Is that a PT Cruiser down by the lake? Oh, no, wait. It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by... StitchYouUp.com For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com StitchYouUp specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let StitchYouUp help you with your logo design. Visit StitchYouUp.com or contact them Eric at stitchyouup.com Stitch You Up Definitely not your grandma's embroidery You just go. gotta always be a dick Hey and man What I like about you But you just oh, gotta shit, always just... be a dick I like to I work stiff brother You 
Yeah, I know, man. But, you know, you also got to understand I can only take so many spuds. I know. I did potato you a few times today. Yeah, like, yeah, for real. Like, you were like, you know, if you guys don't realize this, I actually look at Charlie as an equal. I look at Charlie as a good guy, a comedic genius. And I like recording with him. You know what I get today when I ask Charlie, hey, uh, it's around two o'clock here. I think you're two hours behind. You're going to be going on lunch soon. Uh, Would you like to record something? You want to know what the great Charlie Alamo writes? Yeah, you must be really struggling on today's show if you're bugging me before noon for material. I said you must have been pretty hard up for content if you're hitting me up before noon, brother. Yeah, but what the fuck, man? It can't be that, oh, I want to do some fun radio, some fun content with the dude that I respect, and he's just going to take a big shit on my offer. Oh, no, I didn't take a big shit. Taking a big ah, shit would... Uh, it seemed uh, like you just sprayed diarrhea. You sprayed diarrhea all over my offer, and you fucking what? just shoved it right back in my face. You know I've been battling tummy troubles, so that's to be expected. But, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I didn't think that that was working too stiff, but uh, I guess I did. I did spudge you, though. I was trying to see what the comeback was, and... Uh, No, maybe, no, you know what, though? See, now that's the thing about it, though, Charlie. I'm baby already You're you're trying to do a false finish with me right now. You're making me seem like I'm going to win, but the way you just spun it, you're like, oh, I threw the spud, and yeah, it was a little too hard, but I wanted to see what you'd come back with. And, And what you're basically setting up right now is, no matter what I say besides, you know what, Charlie, I was wrong. Or I'm going to say, oh, it was a little too stiff. I'm going to be the fucking pussy with sand in his vagina. And See, I got to say, bravo. No, dude, don't, don't. Listen, I'm marking out right now. I'm fucking laying oh. the strap in the middle of the ring for you right Mark now. Out, I was going to tell you how to kick out of that. You should have turned it around. You got a baby No, deal, I don't want to kick out. I'm bending over. I'm uh, not even looping up my asshole. I'm letting you go in dry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not doing any Pat Patterson wrestling. <laughs> not with you. No, I'm letting you go in dry. And, and I'm saying, dude, you fucking outwork me, man. Like, I'm the fucking old dog. I'm the dark match. Like, I I was doing well for the longest time. You know that yeah. that wrestler that stayed in a little too long and, oh, and, and got past his prime? You're living in Tampa. You're past your prime type deal. But you're old. You're washed up. You're living here in Tampa. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm, I've become a dark match now. I'm the one. That's yeah, dude. My forehead looks like a fucking topographical map. You know the ones where you can see the fucking bumps and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's what my forehead looking like because I'm so dark match. For me to even be dark match, I gotta fucking I gotta color it up. You're starting to get dusty roads gig marks across the forehead there. Yes, yes. Like swear to God. I could date blind chicks 
because they would be able to read the Braille off of my forehead. Yeah, tell them to run. Yes. So what I'm saying is you fucking got me, man. Like, I know it's a Tuttle Daily podcast, but like it should just say Charlie. This is Charlie's bitch podcast. Yeah, because if it did you basically. What? If it did say that, it would probably never continue. Look at all my other podcasts. No, dude. Like, seriously, this is your thing. This is going to be like, it would it would be fitting times. It could be like a hostile takeover. Now, you know, we've talked about that. The Kid Chris thing or whatever, the yeah. ones that keep the name. You can Bobby keep Bob. the Tuttle Daily Podcast. It's just going to be you hosting, but it's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Well, if we do that, I'm going to do an NWO style. We're ripping down all the banners and the imaging. We're putting up WC, uh, WCW, NWO yeah. shit. Yes, yes, exactly. That's... All... So th- what does that make Hannah then? Scott Hall or Nash? Yeah. Yep, yep. And Vulture, Vulture is like... Vulture's Bischoff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Vulture's Bischoff, that little bitch that you want to fucking, fucking smack. But he talks a big game. Like, what? he's that guy I, that I thought, claims thought, to be a badass. That's what Vulture is. Vulture, thought, he talks a big game. See, I'm not going hard in the paint after Vulture. I was going to say, he's back behind the strings pulling the fucking, pulling the right stuff. He's the puppet master. Oh, keeping everything no. no, Vulture, he talks a big game. You know what? Uh-oh. He, I hear a call out. He's probably like a fucking force ranger. You know, he talks about being in the military. But, like, he's on the same level as Smokey the Bear. Like, it's a title, but not a real title. Yeah, sort of like when I tell people I was in the military. I did two tours during the coupon wars, <laughs> 02 and 07. I, I went too far. Uh, yes, Vulture is the real deal. I'm sorry, man. See, you know, he lives in Florida now, right? So I got to be careful because yeah. he can actually drive and fucking cut my my you know achilles tendon where i fucking have to crawl to get gonna, anything done he's gonna be outside your fucking place in a goddamn swamp style ghillie suit waiting for you to fucking pop your little head out like a turtle and then he's gonna fucking chop it right the fuck off oh you know what he'll do like he will fucking kill one of the many deer you see running through the park you know yeah, even though he doesn't need money. to do it the mosquitoes are gonna be so bad like you'll get bit oh, yeah. by a couple of mosquitoes he will gut that deer crawl in the deer sleep in the deer's carcass overnight while he does not get bit by mosquitoes get out wait until i take the morning garbage down there he will fucking you know he'll do that uh little st- uh, head on a stick deal you yeah. know where you can stick a knife in somebody's spine so they're paralyzed and you're just a head on a stick. And sure. then he's gonna he's just gonna throw yeah, he's just gonna throw me in the dumpster and let the raccoons eat my fucking eyeballs and testicles out. So basically, Tuttle, if we were gonna recap what you're saying, when you go out for your morning piss and you got that boner wood, yep. <laughs> none other none other than the vulture is gonna be out there in the weeds waiting for you. Mm-hmm. After crawling out of the deer carcass, because he didn't want to get bit by just a couple of mosquitoes. See, he Those cut. He's got it a deer. Tiny shit, though. They're very sickly compared to our Montana deer that we have here, which are very fertile. Oh, oh don't be a fucking deer snob. I hate that fucking. 
oh, the North won the war. You know, Montana, they weren't even near that fucking whole Civil War deal. deal. I don't think they were yeah, actually even called, a state. We, so, yeah, you know what it's called? It's called the don't blame me state. Yeah. Well, I don't need that North versus South bullshit. Don't fucking bring that here. Yes, I know oh. our deer are sickly. You want to know why? Because sickly. of all the meth. The meth is seeped into the water. They're fucking cracked out. That's why they're skinnier than your Montana deer that are smoking fucking straight up chatter wax off the land up in Montana and it's getting fat. I thought those deer were sickly because of the oxy problem down there. No, well, you can get sickly. Now, maybe you'll know what I'm talking about, okay? So you look at these third world countries like Africa. You'll yeah. see the kids that are malnourished, nourished, but they'll yeah. have the big belly now. Okay. Yes. Yes. Now, now you can see that here with the the average Caucasian, especially in Oak Hill where I live at. You want to know why? You're malnourished, but from all the oxys, which causes you to get what I like to call the Duke belly. The Duke belly is a straight up. Shit, baby. It, it's it's a okay. fucking just you know your stomach is extended. Yeah, because I used to call of that the, the shit. I call that the Horton here's a who gut because it looks like something that Dr. Seuss would draw with the characters where they're all thin yes. and they got that weird stomach because yes. they're just popping pills and they're drinking fucking natty natty lights all fucking day yeah. or natty ices. See, but that's the thing about it. That's how good the pain pills are here. Is that. For the you most part, natty, natty light alone will give you fucking spray diarrhea all day. Oh, but, God will it. But, but the pain pills are kind of interacting with you. And if you're lucky, you'll just get an average, pretty hard turn. But, Absolutely. yeah. You know what I used to do with natty ice? I used to bring that to, to fucking high school parties and stuff like that and leave it there and everybody would be like, why'd you bring that? I was like, because it's 30 beers and I'm leaving y'all with a fucking hangover for tomorrow. Yeah. Um, that beer was the worst splitting headaches ever. Now, let me ask you this, though. All right. This is how bad of an alcoholic I was, okay? Yeah. I still kind of cared about my calorie intakes, uh, intake, so I would go for the highest alcohol content that I could grab. Um, have you tried the Natty Daddy? Natty Daddies. Are those the, is, is that the really, it's really. the f- lager. It's the lager. That's about um, nine, eight to 10, five percent alcohol. I don't um, think. I have. Um, but yeah, they're the Natty Daddy. So it's like, all right, Guinness. Thank Guinness. I think I've Guinness. Had the but, Oh, I was going to say, I've had their gay cousins, Natterdays. Yes. But the Natty Daddies are like the white trash Guinness. You know, they're, they, got okay. a thick, they got a thick head to them um, when you pour. Uh, very okay. high alcohol content. But Which they're I not love. the nitro the nitro fill. Because when you get the Guinness, a lot of people don't realize that with the Guinness, those are nitro filled. Have you, have you ever been a Guinness drinker? A little bit, yes. Yeah, it's yeah, a had... different type of fulfillment. You know, when you drink that nitro beer, you're not getting as carbonated, in my opinion. No, you're not. It actually, it can 
somewhat feel like you're having a meal if you have enough of them. Yes, yes, exactly. So, but what I'm saying is I'm completely lost now. I really am. I fucking smoked some weed before I came out here and now I'm lost. So I need your help. I need you to be my shepherd and rein me in. You're spinning yourself out, bro. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm in the marbles. Like I'm straight up in the marbles. I've spun it out. I'm I've flat spotted all four tires. I need to come in, get some of that goat piss. You gotta get that goat piss on the tire. Because and you know, if you're a dirt racer, because I was kind of like a dirt racer guy when I lived at CRI, Clem Racing Incorporated, uh, we put the goat piss on the tires. Do you know what goat piss is? Uh, that stuff that makes the tires stick. Oh yeah, a little bit softer. They make it softer and makes it stickier. Yes, we would so go with. Ba- that. So when you were working at CS- CRI, basically when Bubba would order race parts and you would have yes. to file them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That's what I had to do. But See, it was you know great. What? He sh- he fucked up. Bubba should have had me doing that shit. I'm a fucking goddamn inventory specialist when it comes to that shit. Yes, yes. And you know what? We had the Puerto Ricans running the body shop right next door. I you you want to be honest? That's where I got all my weed from. Uh, was it your other the, illicit shit? Yeah. The PRs. Oh, PRs are always got good stuff, man. That's why yes. I'll never say a, a, too many bad words about them. I'm just kidding. Oh, they're, they're, I mean, they're Americans, dude. They're they Americans. Are. They're more American than I am. Sometimes. Yes. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. So it was a great time. Now, I got to tell you, it did get a little lonely, especially when you're practically living in a race shop that is a fire hazard waiting to happen. <laughs> I lived in a and, shop, dude, when I lived over in Sydney. I lived in one for about two months. So, yeah, I know completely. And when you shut all those lights out, it is dark and fucking oh, reverberate. Dark as fuck. And and when you live in a race shop with the race doors, every time the wind hits the door, it's like yep. it's like rattling like somebody's trying to get into the fucking place. Um, somebody is breaking the fucking doors down. Yes. See how loud it gets. Yes. And, and it fucking sucks. Fucking sucks. And, you know, when you fucking live in a place that has bar like three rows of barbed wire over the regular chain link fence, you get out in the morning and you know how Florida is. Some mornings you wake up and you're like, holy shit, it's raining. It's pouring. I got to yep. open up two different gates and lock them behind me. So I'm, <laughs> I'm drenched before I even get across the fucking uh, Howard Franklin Bridge to go to Tampa. Oh. God or, damn it. You went through so much shit, and that wasn't even being a stunt boy. That was just being Tuttle. Yeah, that was just being Tuttle, get to sit in on the show a couple of days a week. Yes. Not but, when you work, and then you worked but, your way all the way up to the big dog chair, the co-host spot, the ever-coveted spot. And what happened? What exactly And now, happened? now, now a chick that at best has been a host in overnight is fucking sitting in my chair. Yo, 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 Listen here, Tuttle. She's going to do it. She's going to be the big, biggest star ever as soon as I can get rid of Seth now. Uh, I, got, oh, yeah. well, I, got the, I got the woman, and now I'm going to get rid of Seth. I love Anna. Anna's good. I'm just saying. I like it when her mouth's not hanging open because sometimes she gets a little bit of a mouth breather thing going. Just close the jaw up a little bit, sweetie. You're great. I, Other than Anna, I don't know what Charlie's talking about. I think you're I'm fucking talking brilliant. About when you're on Twitch and you got your fucking jaw hanging out, like you're trying to suck in as much air as you can. 
Anna has a lot to say. So guess what? What exactly? You know what, Anna? I don't give a fuck how wide you got your mouth open. Just keep doing what you're doing. Fuck Charlie. Don't listen to anything he's saying. Yeah, I'm not fourth chair on a telephone. All right. I'm going to end it on that, guys. Thank you, Charlie. (laughs) Appreciate all the help. And, uh, you know, maybe we can talk tomorrow if you, you know, don't claim that I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel. Well, I, I, hey, if you got to come to me, come to this well a few, few too many times, it's already poisoned. Um, hey, dude, I already tried to kill myself once. Maybe I'm wanting to do it very slowly now. Oh. I'm going to drink out of the poison well. There you go. Well, this ain't no ceiling fan Jones, buddy. No, 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 no. You're very sturdy. I think I can actually take care of it this time around. Oh, Just I jokes. So I, please I actually- don't take it seriously. Me and Charlie did not set this. Well, that doesn't help me out. Because if we no. would have set this up ahead of time, it would have made me feel like, yeah, I'm good, guys. Don't worry about anything I just said. We're good to go. Yeah, worry about me. If anybody needs to be worried about, it's me, you sons of bitches. Give me a follow, too, people. What the fuck? I'm on yeah, Twitter. C- I don't back that much. CCA production. Yeah. Production. Just one. No S. All right. All right. See it's- you, guys. Oh. That's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Share, like, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast was brought to you by Total Wireless of Palm Bay, StitchYouUp.com, PocketBearClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents show voiceover services brought to you by JC voiceover services.com. That guy's got a goddamn sexy voice. You should hire him. If you want to help support the show, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio comments, concerns. You want to let Tuttle know he's being a dick. Go to Tuttle at gmail.com to follow all of Tuttle's social media. Go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two D's dot net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?